What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to CHGO Bulls Post Game, presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download their app. Be sure to use promo code CHGO when you sign up. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guy, Big Dave, is at Bow. 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 There you go. BAWL Sports. Our found producer, Joey Spath, is rocking with us. Follow that man, at Joey Spath. We are CHGO underscore Bulls on Twitter. Our guy, Will Gottlieb, will be checking in later on in tonight's postgame show from the United Center. Bulls get the win over the Spurs, their third straight win. 128-104 is the final. We got five Bulls starters in double figures. Yeah. Then you got two more Bulls in double figures off the bench. Deuce. Let's not bury the lead. Do not. One of those double figure scorers off the bench, Big Dave. Yes. Andre Goon of all goons drumming <laughs> with 21 and 15 on nine of nine wow. from the field wow. in 21 minutes. I mean, seriously, seriously, that's impressive, bro. That is damn impressive. Yes, he deserves all the applause, all the love this evening. A man that was full on out of Billy Donovan's rotation Gone. Gone. a few games ago. Gone. Mentioning him in many trade scenarios, all this stuff, man. After his umpteenth dunk of the night, I turned to you and said, watch him get traded tomorrow. <laughs> you did say this, yes, <laughs> yes. What, <laughs> what a game for him, man, honestly. It, he's been itching to play. You know, you know he's been wanting to play so bad, and everybody wants to play well. Everybody wants to get out there and do a good job. But he has something about him tonight. You know, we, you know, I call him Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, man. Right. Well, this is the great side of right. Andre Drummond. This As is, Connor in the comments said, Detroit Pistons Drummond exactly. showed up at the UC. This was the, this was the all-star. This was the third-team All-NBA. This was, you know, the 2020 guy that we know of right here, man. Coming in and doing it off the bench. And then Billy riding with him the entire fourth quarter, pretty much. Letting him continue to do his thing. And he was just, he was awesome. He did it on both sides of the ball, which is so wild to me. But he, what he finished with, Matt? Uh, you just said it. 21. 21 and 15 with three steals and a vicious block. Ooh. Like, not just a block, a vicious <laughs> block. Tossed that joint up out of there, man. And the fact that he went nine of nine, and you knew he was feeling good when he's talking plenty of shit. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Telling people they're too small, you know, hyping up the crowd, telling him to come on with it, man. He was having fun. Mm We've seen that in the past two games, him having fun. Yeah. You saw when he was laying on the ground, covering his face, looking up, you know, like this. Like, do they see me? He was ha- he's been having fun these past couple games, man, and it's showing in his game. And, I mean, you mentioned Billy riding him a lot in that fourth quarter, and I think that was key to the Bulls finally pulling away. Yes. I mean, late in the third, the Bulls had to make a mini run to come back from trailing by what? I think five or six? Five or six or something like that, yeah. I, you know, the, the Bulls uh, lost the, the second quarter by eight. Uh, coughing up what had been at one point a 12-point lead. Mm -hmm. Then they barely win the third quarter because of that last little two-minute run at the end of the third. Then they win the fourth quarter 38-19. to And Drummond had damn near everything to do with that. Oh, he did. And it started with uh, uh, DeMar DeRozan, you know, doing his thing. Mm -hmm. And it kind of ended with DeMar DeRozan doing his thing. But in between all of that was Andre Drummond. They had no answer for him at all. Mm-hmm. Like, the rebounds he was compiling was crazy. He had seven rebounds in, like, the first six minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, he was already going crazy and showcasing that. 
the points and the scoring was just all kinds of cherries on top. You know what I mean? And, and it was all dunks. It was all just basically alley-oop dunks. The issues that you saw happen was when Zach Levine forgot that that wasn't Nikola Vucevic, and he's giving him the ball top of the key, saying, go ahead and create. And he's like, you know, drumming. He's like, oh, you, you damn right I'm going to create. It comes right. a crossover off my foot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those things are going to happen when he does that. But when you're giving him the ball where he wants it, when he's in there causing havoc, snatching those rebounds, throwing his weight around on guys, man, it's fun to see. And you're like, oh, this is who they got. This yeah. is the guy that the Bulls wanted in the offseason, man. This makes him look – these are the games where you're like, yeah, it looks like a good pickup. That's a good value pickup. Right. You just wanted to see more of them. Exactly. And, and I mean, like, I, I said that partly in jest and partly not. Like, we heard that the Bulls are shopping Drummond. Yeah. For whatever reason, Billy has not been regularly going to him. We know that Billy likes to go small. We've he seen does. plenty of Derrick Jones Jr. Right. playing a small ball five. If this Bulls team is serious about actually trying to stay in the thick of that East playoff race, maybe in the play-in, whatever it might be, right. how do you look at that guy if you're actually trying to stay competitive and say, that's a piece we can get rid of? Unless right. unless they get like a king's ransom for Drummond. Yeah, that's true. If some playoff-bound team out there is looking for a, a quality backup big yeah. man, yeah. I just, after a performance like that, I you know, I, I don't know how you can look at that and say, nah, we don't need that. But, yeah, may, you know, true. Maybe part of that is, and shout out to our guys, Adam and Stacey, they were talking about it in the broadcast, one of his better games this season was mm -hmm. way back playing the same Spurs team. Correct. And that is that game when he had that awkward fall and jammed up his shoulder real bad. Yeah. And we saw that when he came back from that, he was not the same player. Never the same again. Maybe there's an element to that too. Also, good perspective. Let's take that moment right now. Yes, these were the San Antonio Spurs. Ding, ding, ding. Right like they were tank apotomising tonight. <laughs> yes, they were, man. That was, yes, they had Keldon Johnson, who Ooh. was cooking the Bulls early Ooh. again. Cooking. We were sitting there watching, like, being, is this about to happen again? Man, it felt eight, like it. Eight of 12, and he finished with 21. Mm. He only played 29 minutes. I feel like Pop, towards the end of that game, was like, hey, Keldon, <laughs> why, why, don't, why don't we come have a seat? He saw that right on the why wall. Why don't you come have a seat yeah, next year yeah, to yeah. Daddy Pop? Yeah, yeah. Come sit next to Pop. We don't want to accidentally win this game. Right. <laughs> we want to fall into <laughs> it, guys. Yeah, he gave him a little rest when he saw that writing on the wall of the Bulls run and everything. He's like, nah, we're good. That's enough. But he was cooking early. His game is so throwback to me. When I sit there and watch him, I'm like, he could have played in the 90s. Just by the moves that he has, because he's not like super fast, mm -mm. but he's just so – shifty you know and crafty and and like you said what you call him sneaky thick <laughs> which is awesome which is hilarious man but yeah dude like he's he's got the size and he's got the shiftiness he's got the quick hands with the crossover and he can finish around the whim and he can shoot the ball like you saw all of that tonight you saw all of it the last time they played when he mm -hmm. dropped 33 on their ass so you know he's an absolute problem man and yeah, I'm glad he got him up out of there quick and with the 29 minutes. And and real quick about the minutes also, what I also thought was awesome, no Bulls played over played over 30, what, four minutes? No uh, Bulls played over 34 minutes. Nope. DeMar no led with 34, Zach and Io each 31. Amazing. Amazing. All right? That's what you want to see, especially on a back-to-back. -back. This is what is supposed to happen with regular NBA teams when they go up against squads like this. These, these are those get-right games. These are those games like we just saw tonight with Drummond. These are those games where you score all the points, get all the rebounds, set all the records. These are those kind of games. And get all the rest. Mm -hmm. These are those kind of games that you do this for. This is, the, this is the first enjoyable Bulls game I watched all season. This is the most fun 
It's the most fun Bulls game I've watched all year. And, and, I mean, look, we were kind of talking about it and joking about it in pregame with our fellow Bulls fans saying, like, oh, the Spurs, a team that's obviously tanking their way towards their shot at Wemby. Yeah. And who is, yes, playing Kelton Johnson tonight, but their next three or four best players, you know, Trey, uh, their rookie Jeremy Sohan, a few, like, they sat other guys that usually start. Yeah. And, yeah. One, and like, their first or second best guy off the bench normally. This was a tanking team without half its roster tonight. Right. So we were like, naturally, the Bulls are going to play like crap and lose. Mm -hmm. And the Bulls played them even for, a, for a half, essentially. They did. They, did. they played them even for three quarters, essentially. Yeah. Finally, they put it away. Um, but I, I, I noticed that Adam said towards the end of that game, this is only the second time this season that mm -hmm. the Bulls have had a victory at or above a 20-point margin. Yeah, yeah. So... When we've been sitting here getting sick of watching the Bulls lose to sub-500 teams and saying, not again, not again, not again. Mm -hmm. The Bulls built an early 12-point lead in this game, mm -hmm. and then, poof, that 12-point lead was gone. Yeah. <laughs> and every, not not even just salty and jaded and broken Bulls fan, right. parentheses, hello, sitting there watching it happen and watching it play out say, we're going we're gonna to lose this game. Yeah. Because of course we feel that way. Yeah. It's all we've seen all season long. Mm -hmm. The fact that we actually put away a bad team that's being bad on purpose yeah. by 20-plus was like, okay, that is a thing that's possible to do with this Bulls team. Yeah, and that's why I think it's okay for people to be excited about it is because how they've looked against these trash-ass teams. Like, they haven't looked good at all this season against these squads. Hello, they just took an ass-whooping from this team already when they weren't good either. Like, yes, so I'm, I'm okay with fans being excited about it. No, you can't. You, I don't think you should read too much into, like, big, huge performances or anything like that. But you can definitely be happy about how they played because they look like what we wanted them to look like against these trash teams all season long, man. You wanted them to look like this. You wanted them to have guys sitting in the fourth quarter. I talked about that often. How I wanted to see them sitting in the fourth with the ice bags on the knees. Right. Like, I wanted to see that. And I hadn't seen it this season from them, man. Everything was a fight or a loss uh, coming in from them. But this is the first time I sat there and I watched it and I saw guys get the rest and I didn't see Vooch again like mid-third quarter through the rest of the game. I didn't see that man again, man. 23 minutes is what mm -hmm. Vooch got. 23 minutes. And he still dropped 22 and 12 on their ass. Like, right. damn, that's good. That's amazingly good. We know why. I mean, obviously the Spurs, you know, are sure hand in all these things. But Vooch takes advantage because he's really, really good. But, yes, man, this is what you're supposed to do. So it's okay. I um, uh, love Dave in the comments saying the Bulls did what they were supposed to do and that you can be happy about. Sure, um, exactly. Can I, can I nitpick for a second, though? Oh, please. You if, wouldn't be if, if you'll, you didn't. If Come you'll on. allow me. Come on. You talking about, hey, it's great. Tomorrow played 34, a game-high 34. Zach and, mm -hmm. and Io only 31. Vooch gets a lot of rest with 24. Yes. Patrick Williams played 18. I don't know if that was Billy giving him a night off or Billy saying, hey, Pat, I'm not seeing it from you tonight. Either way. I mean, but play solid. But. You and I were both sitting there with five minutes left in that fourth quarter saying, mm -hmm. Oh my God. Why is Zach still out there? Oh my God. Why, man. why, why are, why is Io, Io still out there? Billy. And then a timeout, and we're like, Okay, he's going to get his guys out there. Bulls are up 27, 28 right, points. Right. No. Instead of taking out his star, he sent DeMar back out there <laughs> to play from minute five to minute two and a half of the fourth. It's, Look, yeah. I did say, I get it if I'm Billy. How many leads have you watched your guys cough up this season? Right. No lead is safe 
regardless of your opponent, no lead is safe. Regardless of amount of time left on the clock, yeah. there's a part of me that gets it. Sure. But at the same time, whoa, no. why were they out there that way? Why? 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 Why were they out there? The writing was on – when the other team is taking their guys out, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, Pop clearly was like, Keldon, come sit down. We're good. Jakob, come on, have a seat with me. We're done. Billy's like, DeMar, get your hands back out there. What I love from DeMar, dude, he, I love so much. First of all, he wasn't even out there playing. Like, he wasn't even out there playing. He was just kicking the tires. But that one play where he came down, just committed the foul dude. and walked the hell off yeah. the floor. Like, like, dude. Intentional foul. Right. Got the whistle blown. Pointed <laughs> to the scores table. It was like, peace <laughs> up out. <laughs> I am going, dog. And then they come down like a couple of possessions later and call the timeout. And then every and then he brought in everybody then. But yes, man, it should have been brought in earlier. I get it. He's got PTSD. Yeah. I completely understand that. But man, you sometimes you gotta read the writing on the wall. They were done. The the Spurs were finished. They Cooked. were like, we're we're finished. All right, man. I feel you, Billy, but man, if they can't hold a 27-point lead with five minutes to go, <laughs> listen. <laughs> come on, man. Come on, bro. It's all right. It's all right. They got uh, the win. It's all right. Our guy, AK, saying Billy taking a page out of, out of that old Tibbs playbook. Playing <laughs> starters more minutes than needed. Seriously, man. Yeah. But so I did see Billy was talking pregame about, hey, I told my guys, we played this team early this season, yeah. and we took them too lightly, and we got burned. We were up seven midway yeah. through the fourth. Yeah. We took half a breath, right. and they burned us. Right. They've also, this Spurs team, as bad as their record is, Billy yeah. mentioned, have been making big comebacks all season long. Yes. They get down big, teams pack it in, assuming they have the W in the bag, and then yes. this Spurs team will run at them mm -hmm. and come back and say, not yet. We may fold eventually mm -hmm. and give you <laughs> your win eventually, mm -hmm. but we're going to make it hard on you for the, you know, the, the bulk of the third and the par first part of the fourth quarter. Yeah. Billy was aware of that and talking about that before tonight's game. Yeah. So maybe in that way I'm not surprised that he left his starters out there towards the bitter end. Maybe not surprised, but it's still... I'm, I'm still not a fan of it. Still not a fan of him having them out there. I'm seeing Corey say it, a win's a win. I don't care how many minutes the starters play. Get the win. The win was already got. <laughs> That's the point. The win was done. It was in the bag. And it's the fact that they have a bigger game tomorrow. That's the point that we are trying to make. That they need the win was over. Like it was, they, it was done. Pop, when Pop is telling you it's done, mm -hmm. it's done. All right, you're finished. You you'll go have a seat. But and you got Memphis tomorrow. You got a huge game tomorrow, man. You're gonna need all those guys' knees, ankles, toes, and arms and elbows to be okay. And man, when I saw uh, Derrick Jones Jr. go down and crash into Andre Drummond. You know, I, man, you, well, mm. I would have lost it mm. if, if they came out hobbling and hurting, knowing they shouldn't have been in the game at that time, man. But, yes, I'm not going to get on that no more because they got the win, they got the victory, and the Bulls played great. This, I had fun watching the Chicago Bulls tonight. I'm glad you had fun. Thank you. I had some fun, too. Drummond was fun. This dude, he, was, he, he clicked your heels. I did. I haven't seen you click your heels all season, man. My I man did. clicked his heels. He was happy. Gotta it have was, it, baby. It was after a couple in a, in a row sequences of brilliance from 
Kobe White. Yes. And I see you in the co uh, comments, Connor. Uh, let's talk about Kobe White coming up after this break because I loved Kobe tonight. He was awesome. God, I loved Kobe tonight. Yeah. We'll talk about that coming up next. You While we're Kobe reading y'all some words from our friends and sponsors, do us a solid and hit that button that looks like a thumb. Pointed in the upwards trajectory. We would greatly appreciate it. And, of course, if you aren't already, go ahead and make sure you subscribe to that CHGO Sports YouTube channel. Yeah. Which, by the way, shout out to our CHGO Bears crew. Hanging out down yeah. Phoenix, Arizona right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 Day yeah. one on Super Bowl Radio Row today. Yeah, doing it. Talking thing, with, like, Ryan Leaf just popped in, sat down, in. talking about yeah. Justin Fields with them earlier today. I'm a little jelly. Little, little, little jelly of the Bears, guys. I don't feel any jelly. I was in Paris. I mean, we were in Paris. <laughs> I'm like, I have no jealousy at all. Congratulations to y'all. Y'all enjoy the American Southwest. Straight up, baby. Uh, today's episode of Post Game brought to you guys by our wonderful friends at FOCO. Chicago sports fans, you've already got the best coverage for your favorite teams. That's CHGO. That's it. So get fitted out in the best sports gear around outside of our own merch locker, that is. Facts. FOCO has you covered from Soldier Field to the living room. Mm -hmm. North side to the south side with mm -hmm. hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. Get decked out like DeMar. All-star DeMar. With apparel from the leader in sports, merch, and collectibles. Mm -hmm. FOCO. Maybe you're looking for the perfect gift for the football fan in your life. Yes. Valentine's Day is right around the corner, Dave. Right there. Maybe you want a Bears hoodie or a, mm -hmm. Chicago, a Chicago Bulls Snuggie Show or something love. like that. That's right. For the Snuggie in your life. That's, oh, son. Get it <laughs> and get everything you need <laughs> to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. Yes. FOCO.com. Check yeah. them out. FOCO.com. Click the link in the description below here in YouTube. For all non-presale items, go ahead and use promo code CHGO at checkout, and yeah. you will get 10% off your order. Mm. Foco.com, mm -hmm. promo code CHGO. Oh, Matt is, Matt is right, man. It's that time of love right around the corner. Mm. You know me. I love love. All right. Dave loves love. I love love. love the guy love, loves love. all. Love, love, love. Except for when Matt dances through the office. <laughs> we found something Big Dave doesn't love tonight, you guys. No, no, no. I do love it. I don't like it. <laughs> There's a difference, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but what I do like is those 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, soy, superfoods, probiotics, and oh, sweet dancing Matt Peck. Sweet baby. Jesus, the adaptogens. Yeah, yeah, sir. Helps you start your day correctly. We're talking about AG1, y'all. Athletic Greens, that special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery focus, and your aging. All the things your wonderful self wants to take care of. Cost you less than $3 a day. You're investing in that. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit that you might have. Cheaper than getting all those supplements yourself. And you're investing in that all-in-one nutritional insurance. Vegan. Dairy-free. Gluten-free, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything. Oh, and everybody's got to have some. Matt, I know you took your athletic green, sir. He's been doing a great job. Every morning, baby. Yes, man. We got our travel packs on deck. Keep them right there. And you know Will the Go Gottlieb has got his going on, too, y'all. So, absolutely, you want y'all join us and make it easy for you to get it. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of that immune-supporting vitamin D and five of those free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash C-H-G-O Bulls. That's athleticgreens.com slash C-H-G-O Bulls. To take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance because it's Athletic Greens. You scoop it. You dump it. You shake it. You drink it. Joey. 
You feel it. Mm. So good. A <laughs> so couple uh, super chats if you want to knock them out real quick. Let's do it. We'll uh, get our super chats and then we'll talk Kobe. McBaconator, big fan. He's a diehard. He says, uh, Drummond, Vooch, I love it. We love Two it big too. men combining yeah. for Joey, you did the math towards the end of the game on their stat lines. It 43 points? It was, at the time, it was, I think, 43, 43 and 27. And, 27 mm. and they were plus. Vooch they were plus, Drummond combined. I think they were plus 62 or 63. Mm. As attractive, ladies and gentlemen. And the plus minus. Was Drummond a plus 30? Drummond yeah. was a plus 30 off the bench. <laughs> That's insane. Jaxo23. What up, Jaxo? It's a pretty easy one. He says, this is the Grizzlies game tomorrow on national TV? Uh, let me confirm that for you real quick. Not it sure. Maybe? It may, it's a Tuesday. It no, be. it is not. Nope. Uh, they, Bulls Nets Thursday is national TNT. TV. TNT. TNT. But Bulls in Brooklyn, so not the TNT Bulls street. Correct. That Correct. has been dormant Correct. for several years. Yes. Coming back later this season. Yes. At home against the Bucks. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that game. Finally, we got AK, number one fan. He what said, Bulls continued to play a team style regardless of being up or down and not panicking or going to DeMar and Zach Isos. This may lead to an identity. Bulls defense has been elite eh, for the past 10 plus games. Elite strong. But no, elite is elite, strong. I think elite is right. Like if you're looking at the numbers wise, he's that's correct. They have been elite. They are at the top. Yeah, when it comes uh, deep over the past ten games. They sure. really are. By the numbers, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you know. I I think you have to factor in some. You know, you look at the context who they've played and you sure. know some of that. But sure. you're right, hundred percent. You got you only beat who they put in front of you. And do. tonight the Bulls beat a team that was put in front of them. <laughs> tonight the Bulls sacrificial beat sacrificial yeah, lamb. Basically the worst possible team that could have been put in oh, front of them. They were already lamb shops oh. when they showed up at the United States. Yes, they Center. were. It was already. All My they had goodness. to do was warm them up. Yeah. That's oh, we got right. one more now from Jack. So he says, how are the Bulls this season since I last watched? We don't know. Well, when you're going to have to tell us. I don't, know when, yeah, I don't know when you've last watched. Jack, you're going to have to let us know that, my yeah, friend. Yeah, we're going to have to work on our communication. <laughs> Chime back <laughs> in. Let us know when you last watched. We'll let you know. I mean, it's been an up and down season, Jack. So 23. I ain't heard of fat lady. Yeah. I ain't heard of fat lady. I ain't heard of fat lady. Okay. Connor in the comments said, the drama performance could be an outlier. Should be read into as much. But yeah. Kobe's play is the thing that really excites me. His consistency has been extremely impressive yes. this year. Well yes. said. Um, that, and, and like I would take that a step further to say his consistency has been really consistent mm. for like the past month, yeah. month and change. Yes. Because um, he still had, I thought, a kind of rocky up and down start to the season. Mm-hmm. And Bill, uh, you know, Billy trying to figure out when best to play his guys and Kobe figuring out what his role is. Right. I feel like Kobe has recently really embraced and figured out his role on this team. Without he played dance. 33 minutes off the bench tonight, um, which is a lot. Yes. But in those 33 minutes, if I told you back in the day when Kobe it was like hot or cold Kobe, he goes one of four from the three-point line, mm-hmm. you probably think that's an inconsequential night for Kobe White. Yes. Didn't really affect the game, right? No. He was a plus 20 off the bench. Mm. Not quite as impressive as as, uh, Drummond, but a plus 20 off the bench. Only hit one three, but still had 12 points. Yes. Because Kobe is figuring out how to get to the rim and score in other ways. So awesome. He also had four dimes. He also had two steals, 
But I swear to God, I saw that man come up with 10. It felt like it, right? He should have been credited with at least five. Seriously. Because <laughs> the way that Kobe White played defense tonight, oh, yeah. my God, I want to give that man a double high five and a hug. Ooh, I want to take it from a double high five into a hug. <laughs> that is how impressed I was with Kobe White's defense tonight. He was flying around. He was fighting over screens. Yep. He was being competent in help defense yes. situations. Yes. And he was making like chase down blocks and yes. deflections. And yes. oh my God, Kobe White's defense. Yes. I loved it. I loved it. Oh, I could listen to this all day, y'all. Because <laughs> y'all know how I've been championing this for a very long time. I am so happy Matt is in the I car. I'm on with the me. hype train, Dave. Oh, man. <laughs> it, it feels so good. Hey, Dave, you've been second on the train. It's been. Kobe White's brother, mm -hmm. and then you. Yeah, that's how it's going. You were right that's there. exactly how it's going, man. Believer. Shout out Will White, man. Shout out to Kobe's brother. But, man, dude, like, like my man Dre from According to Sources always tells me, you cannot watch basketball from a stat sheet. If, Like you said, Matt, if you sat there and you just looked at those numbers, saw his three-point shooting, saw, what, 12 points? Mm -hmm. Well, four, was it four assists? Am I right? Mm -hmm. Okay, you just looking at that. You saw how he's shooting and all that. You're like, well, he didn't have a great game and stuff. No, you watched the game, and it was consistent. Dude. It was, and I'm not saying he was this. I'm just saying the consistency. It was Caruso consistent. Every time down. Right. It was on. He did not take a defensive possession <laughs> no, off tonight. No, he did not. Mm -mm. It was every time down. There was a play where he made three straight plays mm -hmm. on three straight possessions. And then the one where he makes the play, gets the ball, gets it out, Ooh. kicks it back there to drumming. Yeah, gah, 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 gah. They come back down, and then he gets another steal and knocks it out of bounds. So, man, look, man. Kobe was everywhere tonight, man. He was beautiful. It was awesome. It was amazing. And it just feels good because I saw it coming. And it's just good that it's here right now. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to continue for him, man. Because, again, like you see him not thinking about stuff no more. Right. He's out there playing that defense. He's like, I, this is how I can help. This is how I can help. Oh, Caruso's out. Fine. This is how I can help. When Caruso comes back and Kobe continues to play this kind of defense, it's going to make the Bulls extra formidable if Kobe stays in this mode right here, y'all. Love that. Um, I, I just, as we get closer to that trade deadline and we think about which players might be on the move. Yeah if the Bulls do decide to take some kind of turn yeah. in some direction. Mm -hmm. You know, we were talking in pregame tonight about maybe them pulling the trigger on Vooch. I don't think that's super likely. It doesn't feel We've like We've been it. talking about the Bulls fielding calls on Alex Caruso because damn near every playoff-bound team in the NBA wants them one Alex Caruso and that that asking price is high. Yes, it is. We've also heard reports that Bulls are continuing to get calls on Kobe White. Yeah. Darnell Mayberry, our guy, shout out to Darnell, of the Athletic Chicago, had something recently about how Bulls still getting calls on Kobe, mm -hmm. but just like Caruso, the Bulls asking price for Kobe White yeah. is high. Yeah. And it's not like Caruso, who still has two years of very team-friendly control on his deal. Mm -hmm. Kobe's coming into a summer where he could be a restricted free agent. Yes. But yes. the way that he's been playing recently, mm -hmm. it's like we, we were talking this past offseason – and then beginning into this season, as about Kobe White as a guy who could be a trade piece for the Bulls midseason, but who currently had a trade value of zero. Yeah. Yeah. We are far from that now, I think. Out of there. Out of there. You want you some Kobe White. Yes, that's right. Yes, you were on the Kobe White train, Celine. Shout out to Celine. Our yes, guy. You were. you were on the Kobe White train, man. 
And Farheen, she, my homegirl, she was on the Kobe White train also with me, man. We were there. It was lonely, but we had plenty of food. It was great scenery. It was a great time, man. We're just glad everybody's jumping on, man. But he's just been invaluable so far these past few games for the team, man, really, honestly. Offensively, I like his hand. He's not turning the ball over silly. You know what I mean? His like handles he, have gotten cleaner. His handles have gotten so much cleaner. Just that pass to Drummond just shows you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just where he is, you know, as far as his handles and as far as his recognition and things like that. I just I just really, really enjoyed how he played. And it just, it just makes me feel good that it was the defense that set the tone for Kobe White in that second quarter for the Bulls. The defense. So, having – loved this little Kobe White love fest just now. Yes. Are you hoping that he is in a Bulls jersey past this Thursday trade deadline? Am I hoping he is? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I I hope he is. If there's a better trade that comes along, you know, obviously if you get a better player, sure, sure, fine. But my hope is that he'll be here because he's starting to find his footing. Yeah. You know what I mean? About how he can really help this team. And, and why I wanted the defense, Matt, to, to be so important to him was because I'm like, once he figures that part out, then he can like, figure out the shooting. Right. You know what I mean? And, and we've talked at times last season, early this season, when it's like, why can't Kobe get consistent minutes? And it's like, okay, well, if his shooting isn't – if his three-point shot ain't falling, right. you can't have him out there because right. he is a net negative because his defense was that bad. Yes. And he wasn't doing a whole lot else on the offensive end. But now you see tonight, he only hit one three, but he created 20-some-odd other points with his facilitating and his inside scoring. Yes, he did. That is a different story Mm -hmm. than a guy who can't play defense and can only occasionally hit threes. Mm -hmm. And And Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, and shout out to Connor in the comments, who said another way to describe that, Kobe White is developing. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what this looks like. Yeah. And Connor said he's damn happy it's happening while Kobe is still here. Yeah, that's Bulls that's have gotten a lot of flack from the fans recently, and and I think somewhat deservedly so, sure. for their inability to develop the young talent that they draft. Mm-hmm. We can go through them. I'd rather not. I'd rather not. It's a harsh, painful road. But one of them was just recently named to his first all-star selection. My guy. Lowry Marketing. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out to you out there in Salt Lake. <laughs> but... There, I mean, you cannot deny that this is Kobe White developing. No, you can't. And and Matt, if you remember when he made the move to the basket and got that and one, you know what I'm saying, with the body, Ooh, he still went up taking and got the contact. And one. Yes, I told you how excited that made me because I'm like, he's six five. Once he realizes that he can constantly do something mm-hmm. like that, he's going to be awesome, man. That's when I say figuring out the 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 shooting. That's what I mean by that. You know what I mean? Figuring out his offense and what he can do. We know he can shoot. We get that. But there are other facets to his offense I don't think he's tapped into, and that's one of them, the physicality, right. how big he is, how he can still take contact and still finish at the rim. That's the next step for me as far as him offensively. But I needed him to get the defense right because you weren't going to be on the floor if that wasn't corrected and that wasn't right. He's been consistent with his defense all season, man. And this is probably his best game defensively for the Bulls. Love it. Uh, Joey, we had a few more Super Chats roll in, did we not? Let's knock those out. Uh, Jaxo says, last time I watched the Bulls was in October of 2022. Oh, okay. So right around the time the the Bulls were losing to these Spurs. Yeah, the beginning of the year. The start of of the the season. season. You, you missed miss a it. crazy roller coaster, Jack. <laughs> it's been Jack, up so. and down, honestly. It's been up and down and yeah. up some and then down a lot more. Yeah, man. And now we are tick, 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 tick. Yeah. Three wins. Three yeah. wins in a row after tonight. 
Listen. One game shy of 500, Dave. One win shy of 500. Don't, don't do it to yourself. Why am I thing. getting myself yeah, excited don't do it, about don't that? Don't do it to yourself. Don't I think do it it's like yourself. the closest they've been to 500 <laughs> since they really fell underneath it. Uh, no, they, we did the, the math. Indiana game. They were close. The, so this is the closest they've been since uh, they were two games they were two games under going into the Pacers game that right. they choked. But they away. lost. And they lost. Right. So right. this is now the first this time the they've, been they've been within a game. They were at 500 on, I believe, November 9th. Mm, mm, mm. 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 They were right uh, there for you, Matt. And, and it ain't going to be easy. It ain't no. going to be easy at well, all. Well, I mean, you know, unless Jaws out, you know. Holding, I mean, he could holding somebody up at gunpoint or something, you know. Okay, that, that was proven to be false, so we're not even going to do that. choking right around. Don't do that, man. Don't do that. Come on, man. Don't do that. That's me. That's me. Uh, he's he's asking for it with some of his tweets. <laughs> he's asking for it. <laughs> Another one from Manuel. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk after the show. Go ahead, Joey. Hey, guys. Matt has an anger meter. I got a hype meter. It's at 75%. Will be a hundred percent with that fourth win in a row. Let's go. Five seed question mark. I don't know, but I don't care. So hype. Channeling my inner Matt. Love it. I t- what did I tell you in pregame? I, when everybody was like, I know what's gonna happen. They're gonna lose. I told you. I said if they win this game, it's gonna be talk of this is the best team in the world at Eastern Conference Finals talk. Well, yeah, but that's Manuel. Yes, and I know. Bless, bless your heart, Manuel. We love you. We appreciate your super chats. We appreciate you hanging out. For in here. sure. We always appreciate the positive energy. No doubt. But Manuel has been like our commenters, our comment sections, token optimist all it's season true. long. It's true. Now, that's that's very, Every very true. Every win, Manuel's in here hyped. That's very true. You know what, Manuel? That is absolutely right, sir. That is correct, Mr. Rios. You are but, definitely hyped after every single win. And rightfully so. This is my favorite Bulls game. The Bulls are now just two and a half back of the sixth seed. Yeah, man. Just gonna, just They're gonna, right there, man. throw that out there. <laughs> Matt's just tossing it all out, man. Get it off. It's been in him all season. Right? It's been in him all season. Dude, I gave up on this team like two weeks ago. Oh, I saw it. I was here. <laughs> I was here when you did it. I was watching, oh. sir. I remember it very, very well. Yeah, man. No, it's it's good to see them getting this win. And again, we know who they played. We understand. But like I keep telling people, it didn't matter because the bum teams is who they've been losing to. Yeah. So the fact they killed them is what is exciting because this is what you wanted them to see. And the fact they're doing it at at this time of the season and it's starting to look like stuff is making a little bit of sense to them. Yeah. Like okay, even the very first possession of the game. All right, it was executed perfectly. You know, they got the ball, they hit it, they threw it to Zach. He goes on the pick with Vooch. Vooch steps back, bow, hits him with the pick and pop, cash money. I was like, yes, this that is simple execution that they could be doing all the time. And and it's just exciting for the Bulls to see, for me as a Bulls fan, to see something like that, for them to be consistent in this because they've been doing it the past few games. Uh, damn the competition is the fact that they've just been doing this the past few games and it's looking better. That's yeah. that's cool to see. It is. It's cool to see. Um, where did it go? I th- somebody in the comments said, you know, it's okay to be positive after wins, but it's important to remember that your record is. Ryan said that. What you, yeah, and it's Ryan who said that. Your record, you are what your record Positivity says you are. is good, but yeah. people have to remember you are what your record says you are. Yeah, right. Absolutely which, right, which reminded me. Of shout out to George Holdcroft on Twitter. Who, That's a name. Big Dave, did you see it? I think he tweeted it at you as well. What do you see? I don't. Is this a screenshot from a Fast and the Furious movie? Let's see this here. It's a guy in a car racing on a lower road, oh, no, that- <laughs> and then a guy ra- and then a different car above it on a higher road, 
And it looks like some kind of car chase from some action movie. I think this is Death Car. I think that's Kurt Russell in, in uh, was it Death Car? The Quentin Tarantino one. Could be. I think it's called Death. I was going to say, because at first I thought that was Paul Walker in the foreground, but it's not Paul Walker. What's it called? Proof. Death Proof. proof. Thank you. Thank you. But so like the caption is the car on top is the Bulls in 21, 22 <laughs> yeah. beating up on good teams or bad teams and losing to good teams <laughs> on their way to the sixth seed. And then the car in the foreground yeah. on the lower road is 22, 23 Bulls beating good teams, losing to bad teams on their way to the sixth seed. That's good. I was like, that's, that's really freaking funny. That's pretty damn good. I like that. Uh, that's pretty damn good. A couple more <laughs> super chats I wanted to read. Super right. chats. AK saying, know what we know and have seen up to today about our beloved Bulls. Do we still move players or do we just roll with this squad? Keep in mind, netting new players will disrupt chemistry and continuity. I uh, continuity. Do we still move players? It depends on who I'm moving them for. If you're gonna, Obviously, they keep saying they're buyers. So whoever they're talking about bringing in here has to elevate your team and make your team better. So if that's the case and that's what you're going to do, yeah, you bring in something better because your team ain't perfect. I don't care what you just saw tonight. This team got issues. So they still need to be resolved. So if you have an opportunity to help that, yes, you make that move and you bring in a better basketball player. Understand about chemistry. I get you on all that. But, man, look, (laughs) they are struggling in certain departments. Did you see what they shot from three tonight? It was like 6 of 22, if I'm not mistaken. It that's was like, 6 of 22. Okay, yeah. That's like 20-something percent, man. That ain't good. All right? That needs to be fixed and needs to be taken care of still. So if you can make a move to get that straightened out and making your team better that way, yeah, man. You got you to make those moves, bro. Yeah, that, I think I'm with you on that. I think the highs and the lows, and look, we can feel a little bit good tonight about the fact that tomorrow we have a chance to get to 500 for the first time since November. Yeah. We have a... I guess a reason to feel good about the fact that we are still very much in the playoff picture yeah. in the East with many games to go. But we also know what the warts on this roster are. Yes. We know the holes. We know what needs to be fixed. Yes. Whether it be the three-point shooting or the fact that this team does still not have a reliable true point guard to run their offense. Mm. Uh, the fact that they have mostly one-way players and no, not a wealth of quality two-way players. All of those problems still exist, and this team ceiling is what it is, which, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is about where they were last season. Yeah. First-round exit. Yeah. That's your ceiling. That's the ceiling. If you're not satisfi- satisfied with a first-round exit, which Arturis said he was not satisfied with mm-hmm. at his beginning-of-season press conference, we won't accept mediocrity. Mm-hmm. We want to do better than we did last year. That's what he was talking As of right now, you are still falling short of that goal. Yeah. You can still make your way into the playoffs and improve upon that, mm-hmm. but it sure as shit don't look like that's the most likely outcome right now, even after this little three-game winning streak. Yay. <laughs> Hooray! If that is the reality that AK still believes in, he should be making every phone call possible in between fielding every phone call possible for the next 72 hours. Yes, correct and correct. There's no way correct. that beating up on Pop's intentionally pooping spurs... <laughs> Should be, we're fine, never mind, we're great, <laughs> Right. plow ahead as is. <laughs> right. Because there is no logic to that. Zero, zero logic to it. No, you, you, you're supposed to get better. So if you can get better, get better. Yeah. 
Is that was that it, Joey? Any, any others? Yeah, that was it. I, I don't know. I want to play devil's advocate on that. Like sure. to you- me, you know, if you look at the team and you say, as currently constructed, do we really have any chance to, without barring like a miracle, make it past the first round? Like, mm-hmm. and you say we all kind of agree, probably not. So that you know they want to buy. But like, if that's your outlook, we have no chance with this current roster to make it out of the first round. You're buying, like you know, you're buying just to just to maybe secure you know a first round playoff win. That's where it gets mm-hmm. it gets murky for me, and it just depends, you know. And that's why I'll never tell someone how to fan and what they want to root for. But it just depends, like you know, it's you got to man, you got to balance winning in the short term with what's best with the franchise for the long term. And like we've all said for a long time, you know, they've. I'm sure they have been and will do their research on what's out there for those pieces. I think buying versus selling is the common phrase that gets thrown around when it comes to the NBA trade deadline talk. I wouldn't say that I'm advocating that this team be buyers. Yeah, I agree. I also don't necessarily advocate them being tank as much as you can in the last 20 to 30 games sellers. I'm saying be shifters. Right, but we're also, I think, all saying we wouldn't want to see them go leveraging a lot of their future, well, they don't have all that much to leverage right now. But, you're you know, not. going all in on saying, like, you know, we're going to make a marginal move and see if that can get us over the th- – like, you know. Right. I don't know. I think we're all on the same page yeah. for that. Yeah. I think also it matters – might matter in where they finish off at as well, even in that first round. Like, if as is gets you a play-in, whereas if you make a trade, it gets you to, God forbid, a six seed, they, they might look at that as a more successful thing. Yeah. I mean, and who knows? There's, There's, you know – Makes sense just to say, let's just get into the playoffs and roll the dice and see what happens. Yeah, you know, yeah. crazier things have happened. Yeah, it's true. Crazier, man. They have. They have definitely happened. Avoid uh, Boston. All right. We got to take our second break here. When we come back, we'll continue wrapping up our thoughts on tonight's win. Maybe a quick look ahead. Tomorrow night, we got the Grizz Ooh. on deck. And yeah. hopefully, we'll hear from our guy, Will the Goat, chiming in from the United Center. Tonight's episode of Post Game as it was in pregame, brought to you by our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NBA, our official betting partner at CHGO. Give me a platform there. Here we go, Dave. (laughs) Let's rock. Let's rock today. Shoot a kabooted. (laughs) This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, a limited time for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Opt in and place the same-game parlay on any NBA game. And if it doesn't hit, don't worry. You'll get a bonus bet back. Bonus that is zero-risk zero risk parlay betting tonight, Bring y'all. bonus back. Tonight and every night. I did make a parlay between the end of pregame and tip-off. Came up just shy. Ah. Needed some more boards from DeMar. Ah, damn it. There's always tomorrow night. It's always tomorrow uh, night. Shout out to our DraftKings King of the Game. For the first time this season, Andre Drummond. He gets the Big Boy Award. Yeah. We'll see about Coon of the Night, but he gets the Big he Boy Award. Big our DraftKings King of the Game. 21 and 15 off the bench. Wow. Did not miss a shot from the field. Crazy. His lone miss was splitting a pair at the free throw line. That's true. Every time he shot a basketball tonight, save one free throw, it went in. And even that free throw, which he missed like by a mile. Oh, God. It was law and order. These are their stories. 
the next free throw was all net, yep. <laughs> which is yep. so wild. Like, that is the Andre Drummond experience. That is the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde of who he is, man. Damn, that was terrible. Oh, my God, that was amazing. That's exactly who he is, man. That's how it goes for Andre Drummond. But, yes. Congratulations. Not, not that he always doesn't play like this, but I liked seeing him towards the end when he was just like, yo, I'm cooking right now. And yeah, he gets it in yeah. the post and he's just like, clear out. Like, I'm taking a turnaround fadeaway here. Like, it's just, Hand you up know, he was, he was like, signaling for lobs. Yep. He had that flex after that one bucket going down yes, the court. Did. Yes, he it's did. It's like that Drummond, hot Drummond, confident Drummond is like 0-0 Patrick Williams. <laughs> it's just a different player. Just a different player when you get, you know, Chip Different on guy. his shoulder out there. Chip <laughs> on the shoulder, man. Two two super chats again from Jackso23. He said, Camp Thomas dropped 47 on a Clippers, a team the Bulls lost to. He's been going crazy. He's an yes. absolute flamethrower. Um, and it's funny because somebody was in the comments the other day talking about the Bulls acquiring Camp Thomas. Uh, and then he also says, this reminds me of the White Sox 2022 season, and it's concerning. Ooh. Hopefully mm. not. Hopefully, mm. you know, hopefully not. But What do these things have in common? <laughs> Big Dave, do you have a question for young Joseph? Uh, Joey? Yeah? What time is it? Game time! Who? Mm. Mm. More aggressive. Mm. Hurting his pain. I like that. I like that. That's a winning Joey sound right there. Game time, y'all. The hottest new ticket in sight makes it easier than ever to score on the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. <sighs> Everything we're sitting in that seat, I never could have 50 yard line course out behind on play four seasons at a concert. It's all possible <laughs> with the game time app. <laughs> the biggest last minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought that you could never ever buy. You won't find better deals this season to see the beloved Chicago Bulls. And just like here at CHGO, it's created by the fans and for the fans. <laughs> and it guarantees you, your beautiful self out there, the lowest price possible. So, if you love CHGO. And we know that you do. Then you'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. That's after you hit that thumbs up, y'all. Hit that thumbs up button. Get them likes up. Then join the 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Because Matthew Peck. <laughs> what time is it? Game time. Oh! Boo! Game time, who? Hey, oh, no, no, no do overs. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> gotta be I'm ready. sorry. <laughs> I'm did, I, did I hurt you? Did I hurt you? I'm laughing over. <laughs> Every time you've done the game time read, it's gotten exponentially more ridiculous. <laughs> yes. And that time you took an audible. Uh -huh. <laughs> that was, it was like very fast. Ace Ventura yes. style. Exactly. Exactly what I did. Soccer style kicker. That's <laughs> right. What do you know about Ray Finkel? That's <laughs> exactly what I did. That's why he's the MVP. That's why he's the GOAT. The GOAT. The GOAT joins us now on the GOAT Talk Hotline. It's Will the Go Godly. Follow him on Twitter at Will underscore Godly. Read every single thing that man writes at allchgo.com. Will, Bulls win. Spurs, real good at tanking. <laughs> Is this game anything other than that from your perspective? Um, first of all, what was that? Go, go Talk Hotline? I'm, I'm into that. I think we should keep we'll that rolling. The goat, hot, the goat Talk Hotline now, if you approve. Uh, Joey's running around in the background. Love to see it. I haven't seen Joey in a while. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it was a good win, right? Like, they, they, uh, they, you know, it was a close game. I mean, I don't, they, they should have been, they should have put them away sooner, but they didn't. And then third quarter, it was just like Drummond time. And I think to me, obviously that's great. You want to see players play well. Um, and they just kind of like put their foot on the gas and, and did it. Like that's kind of what you wanted to see them do for 48 minutes instead of 12 minutes, but they did for 12 minutes and that was enough. Uh, Will, walk me through how you were taking in the Andre Drummond experience tonight. Cause I, I picture a lot of like, wow, you know, going on with you, sir. Like what was your experience watching that? I can safely assure you it was less emphatic than, than yours would have been. But um, I mean, it's hard to not enjoy that. He was playing really well. And it was also just like these scrappy plays that the Bulls have not, they've just kind of lacked that style of play. I mean, Javante kind of gives it to you, but he's been gone for a few weeks now. Derek Jones, maybe here and there, but like putbacks, just like stealing the ball on inbounds passes and then going up and dunking it. And just like that lob presence. Um, it was really enjoyable. It's like a different dynamic that the Bulls don't really use that often. And Andre's not like going to play like this every night. I mean, there's a reason why these are season high numbers. He plays really well against the Spurs. I, I was looking back at his game logs and it's like, yeah, I think he had 17 and seven and was really dominating that last Spurs game before he, that was the game where he injured his shoulder. So he just loves beating up on this team. But um, yeah, I mean the Bulls, as we've talked about with the Derek Jones at the five small lineups, I'd really like the ability to play different styles and when you have Andre Drummond playing like this, it gives you a third dimension with your, you know, center spot. And I just think that makes, <clears throat> I think that makes the Bulls that much more dangerous. Will, uh, we were remarking in postgame after the Blazers win that uh, the Bulls' big three have seen a lot more balance in some of these games recently mm-hmm. in, in shot total and scoring production. And similar thing tonight, like, you know, Drummond's 20-plus off the bench was the big story, but DeRozan took uh, 17 shots for 19 points. Vooch took 18 shots for 22 points. Zach took 14 shots for 20 points. Has there been any kind of discussion at some of these shoot-arounds or post-game in the locker room recently about that trio just maybe finally starting to find their blend a little bit better in this recent stretch of games? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I th- I think the answer is just playing through Vooch more. I think when you play play the ball through him in the post or um, you know rolling in pick and roll, he's able to make the right pass, and I think that just distributes the the shots a little bit better, whether it's for him or for those other guys. Like he just creates open looks, and I think there's you know there's probably a correlation between when the Bulls started playing a little bit more through him and you know the extra flow that you're talking about where guys are more guys are touching the ball throughout the course of an offensive possession. Um, Vooch has been awesome. And I think obviously the scoring has been there. His numbers since like January one are outrageous. I mean, like all-star Orlando Vooch numbers. Um, But I think it just helps get everybody else involved and it helps take some of the pressure off of Zach and DeMar to take, you know, those quote unquote bad tough shots where they have to just create something out of nothing. Um, because it just collapses the defense. And I think that's really important for the Bulls, and they need to continue to go to that. Um, and and I think that will obviously even out the shot distribution just because it's, you know, you're not going to see as many of those DeMar and Zach make something out of nothing 
you know, step back, sidestep, mid-range type of shots. Uh, Will, last time we talked about uh, Jacoby Alec White, Woo. I pulled up with the train, you know, seeing if you wanted to get on. You were a little hesitant, you know, to step on. Uh, today, Matt is fully on board. He's he, he hyped right on the train. He's in there. I am the conductor and the bartender <laughs> of the bar cart on the hype train he, of Kobe White. He is in there. I I thought this was my favorite game of Kobe White's, uh, especially because of his defense. I, I said during the show that I thought he played with Caruso consistency um, when he was playing defense tonight. Like, every single possession – he was bringing it and and causing havoc. And, you know, it felt like Matt said, like, he had 10 steals like that because he was just causing deflections and getting out. And, yeah, he, he did a, just an excellent job. Um, what is your breakdown of uh, what you saw from Kobe White tonight defensively? I'm glad you brought this up because uh, I, I don't think I got a chance to uh, flex and, and promote and plug this article that I wrote last week about Kobe and the way that he has improved his game. So this is a good opportunity to do that. But basically his just like overall awareness and basketball IQ, I think has gone way up this year. And I think you're seeing that on both ends of the floor, but especially defense um, and especially off ball defense. And I think that's, those are the steals and deflections that you're talking about where he had those two steals that one of them led to a run out for him where he got fouled and made both free throws. And then on the very next play had another steal and dumped it off to Drummond for one of his eight dunks on the night. Um, and it's just like those those things that he can kind of create out of nothing. Um, and the Bulls really need somebody like that, but they need it to be like smart and timely and not forced. And I think obviously, you know, you want to get as many steals and forced turnovers and get out in transition. Like that's what the Bulls do well when they're playing well. Um, and so when you add that element to the game, that really helps. And then when he's feeling confident, then the shot starts falling. And I think it just it's sort of a feedback loop where he's playing well on defense. He starts getting steals and getting layups, and then his shot starts falling. And then he's playing harder defense because he's playing well. Um, he's been so much better this past, really, I think, since like the turn of the year, he's started to figure some things out. He's put in a lot of work. I've not always been on the Kobe White hype train, but I mean, the consistency that he's shown through the last month plus it's it's the best he's ever looked uh last one for me will and then we can get to our goonage of the night uh you had a uh, a story that dropped just right before tip-off tonight on allchshow.com kind of talking about this team's frame of mind coming into this last 72 hour final push of the trade deadline and that they are taking a big-picture approach. Can you, in addition to encouraging our viewers to go read that column, kind of explain what you meant by that and some of those quotes from Billy? Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, we've, we've kind of been probing, I would say, a little bit around deadline stuff. Obviously, Billy is not the one making these decisions, but he is sort of the the spokesperson for the organization, and so... He has some stuff to share, but basically it's all with the caveat that like he's not Arturus and Arturus is making the calls. But um, the idea with all of this is, I think, really encouraging if you're a Bulls fan, which is we're, we're going to take a holistic approach here. We're going to look at all of this sample size that we have dating back to the All-Star break last year when essentially after Alonzo went out and after Alex Caruso and Patrick Williams returned from their injuries, we've had the same group. And we know what they did at the end of last year. We know how they've progressed since then. 
with roughly the same group. And so it's like a pretty large sample size at this point that they can use to determine whether they need to make moves and if so, what and how. Um, so for me, I think that's really encouraging. It shows me that they're not just looking at like, hey, we, we beat the Bucks and the Celtics twice, so we're fine. You know, but it's also not saying we are, you know, I think now 10 and 10 against 500 teams, we're screwed. So I, I think, you know, we tend to be reactive and we tend to um, maybe exaggerate some of the bad losses or big wins, and that's our job. But for them, it's more about seeing the bigger picture. And I think that approach, I think it should be really reassuring that they're not going to just make any rush decisions based on, you know, whether the Bulls won or lost tonight, or they go into the deadline at 500 if they win tomorrow or two games below 500 if they win or if they lose. So it's, I think it's really encouraging. Um, Obviously this team has flaws and they're, they're not shying away from that, but they also have belief in what they've built. And so it's this balance of how much do we still believe? How much do we think we can get better with this current group? Do we need to do something to address that? And we'll see what happens. That was really well said. Indeed. Big Dave. Yeah. Is that time? It's that time. Let's do this, sir. It's the goon of the night. Allow me the pleasure of introducing you to Blade Laser. Blazer and my fitness consigliere, Michelle. Michelle. Man, I'm glad I called that guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, Adam Sandler was at the United Center last night, wasn't he? He was. He was. Yeah. He definitely was. Will to go godly. You've got, got the snap pick snap, of him, man. Snapping some picks. Snapping that quick pick. Just a go taking a picture. No, he performed. That's right. He performed. I think last night. That was last yes. night he performed. Right. right. I was in like, did we do a show last home night? Games yeah. Saturday okay. And I thought I was going crazy for yeah. a second. Well, you are crazy, but yeah. not because of that. Yeah. Right. Of course. Goon of the night. It's time. Goat, who is you your goon of the night, sir? You know, you know who it is. It's Andre Drummond. <laughs> no, ex- no explanation necessary. Explanation necessary. All right, <laughs> Matt Peck, sir. Well, we've given Drummond his due love, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if that's where you're going to go for the goon of the night. Mm-hmm. Me, because I was the conductor of his hype train tonight, the first passenger on board. And the bartender in the bar cart part of the train. Alec Jacoby White mm. playing some of the best defense I've ever seen him play. Yeah. Some of the most locked in defense I've ever seen him play. He was. And then dishing no look bounce passes in transition to a Duncan Drummond. Yeah. I loved, loved, loved every single thing about Kobe tonight. The thing I loved the most was that frenetic Caruso-esque energy and focus on the defensive end. That is goon shit for me. Mm. That's my goon tonight. Kobe White, Mm. my man. Remember when he uh, went flying out of bounds to save the ball? Oh, my God, yes! He was on it, man. Kobe! (laughs) Joey, you're going tonight? Uh, I know Drummond is the obvious answer and that Mm. usually, you know, you're not very obvious with this award, but I do think that performance like this you know this is what the goon of the night award is all about Mm. something like tonight you know this is this is really this really embodies what the what the award is for (laughs) in my opinion so i'll go with drumming as well (laughs) all right well pastor joey this actually was hard um goon of the night is andre drumming but let me explain why because it's not for the reasons y'all are thinking. 
He's, he's wearing a gigantic white undershirt because he was wearing a nose ring when oh, he right. came in the game right. and started balling on these cats. <laughs> the man came in the game with a nose ring on and was balling on their ass and then said, "Oh snap!" Like you saw go to bed. Like, oh, I forgot I got a nose ring in. Whoopsie. Let me take that out. That is goon shit right there, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Playing with a nose ring and still didn't miss a shot out there. <laughs> still snatching that. rebounds. Still causing havoc. Kobe Wright was this close to getting that, man. I'm talking, he was right there. But that nose ring, bro. Dude. I can't ignore the nose ring. That is some goon stuff. Goon now, behavior, sir. Entering Andre Drummond, goon the very rare air category of a same night. DraftKings King of the Game yes. and Goon of the Night winner. Yes. I feel like that's only happened once or maybe twice before. Correct. It's only happened once before. This is the second time it has happened. Yes. Two times. Andre Drummond, you are in rare company, sir. Oh my God. What a night for you. Hope you have fun. And he went to the Adam Sandler concert. He went and saw Adam Sandler before. Took a picture with him backstage and everything. He there stays winning. Hey, stays winning. That's what he is, man. That's <laughs> what he's doing. He's doing his thing. Love that. Read that comment too, Big Dave. Uh, Big Dave, I love your purple fan, homie. Thank you very there much. We go. It's blue, but thank you very much. It is blue, but it's like that. a t- it's a good. Sh- I like that shade. Yeah, yes. here's a good one for Pack. You, pack, you read that one. Uh, this is peak Pack compliment uh, complimentary Kobe comments and killer AJ one. Hey, mm-hmm. baby, mm-hmm. that you like him? Very, very nice. You like him? I told you I had one more flannel. You did. Well, if I see any nice ones about you, I'll send them to you after the show. Thanks, dude. You guys excited to see me tomorrow? It's yes! Yeah, I'm so excited. So excited to bring you back. Bulls I, back on the road tomorrow night. That means Will the Go back in studio. Follow that man on Twitter, Will underscore Godly, for all of his Bulls updates and reporting. We need more likes. Read everything he writes. AllCHGO.com. Joey Spathis. Follow that man at Joey Spathis, a.k.a. Joey 1K. Joey 1K. Big Dave Watson at Bow! Bow! B-A-W-L Sports. In the face. Bulls underscore Peck. <laughs> we are CHGO underscore. face. <laughs> CHGO underscore Bulls. Hit that thumbs up button. The one that looks like a thumb. One more time before you head out of here. Make sure you're subscribed. Hit it. So you get alerts whenever we go live. Yep. Be sure to check out all that awesome content from Radio Row. CHGO Bears. They're down in Arizona. Down Super there. Bowl week. Also, we got the Hawks mm-hmm. takeover coming up Friday night. On Sold out. Sold out. Tune into them. Tune into our baseball guys. We got pitchers and catchers reporting oh. any day now. Less than two weeks, y'all. CHGO in full effect every damn where. Everywhere. In your face. Like and subscribe. We will see you tomorrow night for the second night of a back-to-back. Bulls, Memphis, Grizz. For the GOAT, Joey, Big Dave, Peck. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all, Bulls Nation. See Red be good. Peace.